Hello and welcome back to The Reducer. With me, as always, it seems, is um, uh, David Klein, Liverpool fan. Hello, Howard. Hi. How's it going? It's going very well, thank you. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm Howard H. Smith, lead scum, as I'm sure. Uh, well, our, reg our regular listener will be aware. And I'm Dave Klein, Liverpool scum. <laughs> he is he is um liverpool scum i can uh, i can confirm that um well look we've, we've started the last couple of episodes with you patronizingly going on about how well leeds are doing but let's um oh i was going to continue i think we should i mean wow wow you're flying you are flying i was gonna i was gonna actually uh, um do the same but uh, but unpatronizingly, go, obviously go on then off you go, go on, lad. yeah make <laughs> the most boots. of your championship five minutes because it's premier league i'm just gonna put the kettle on all right yeah 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 you do that <laughs> um so we we equaled um a record held by um the don reevy team of yeah. beaten games at home um which is which is to be honest 18 it's not many i'm like fucking hell we've been a well, bit that's shit, an old we? record by definition, Don Reavy, you're talking about. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, although I'm sure we've gone. Um, anyway, anyway, um, more to the point, mm. we have now um, league games. We have won all of our league games so far this year. And in the last seven games, we have conceded one goal. Um, Incredible. Southampton. Southampton, and this is what I love about this, right? Southampton's unbeaten run of 23 games, a club record, ended this week away at Bristol City. Mm. And they look at the table, and where are they? One place behind us. Well yeah, done. Well done. You have gone on a club record, unbeaten run, and you're still behind us. And that's that's got to hurt. Do you know that's that has got to psychologically, so, yeah. That's um, so. I mean, Leicester still are, you know, have, have just fucked off into the distance. Mm. Um, we are now way, we are now ahead on points per games of the Leeds team under Bielsa that went up as champions and won wow. the won the division by ten points. That's not going to happen because of you know Leicester. Leicester, yeah, yeah. Was it 12, 12 points clear? Are they? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's fucking nuts. It's mm. fucking nuts. Um, and to be fair, credit to them. They were reeled them back in. Um, they were about seven or eight points clear of Southampton at one point mm. when Southampton was second. But they, yeah. you know, they've, they're, they're delivering. And, and funnily enough, funnily enough, listening to Leicester fans, Leicester fans are, are, are complaining that um, the, the volume of possession they have, they have is not being reflected in goals. And, and there's, there's some mumblings about uh the style of play and stuff like that and and i just thought mm. it, it, it speaks to the entitlement of, yeah. of us us football fans these days in current in the current climate that i mean we lost two games over christmas and there were murmurings of you know is farker up to this um you know is, is it worth switching manager at this stage we were, yeah, we were fucking third at the time and we've since gone on you know, won every every league game this year. Uh, Leicester are twelve points clear. Their fans are moaning, and then something that's been going on that I I realised I haven't picked up on, and I wanted to just mention it. Do you remember when booing at the end of a game was rare? Yeah, it was unheard of back in the day. It was unheard of, 
and and also leaving matches before the end. No, 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 no. I, I, I think that's always gone on. I think that's a really, yeah, that's a particular what, at half time. Um, <laughs> if you're four nil down, yes, was, I can't, which game was it? Was it Palace? Arsenal, or... It was, it was Arsenal, um, oh, uh, West, Ham. West Ham, yeah, they were leaving yeah. before half time. I mean, for God's yeah. sake, no, but I, yeah, yeah, four nil down, I get it, I get it, but look, I, I just think that we've also got booing at half time now, which is a completely new, yeah. um. Uh, kind of thing and and i don't know it, it's it's happened over a period of time it's kind of sneaked in mm. where you're kind of like right okay um it, it's just accepted it's the norm and it just yeah. struck me the other yeah. day that oh do you know what that's like that's really it that's just acceptable that's just the way things are and everybody kind of accepts that and um yeah i've got nothing to offer than i just thought that's that's a bit weird well it's it's suggesting that um unless everything's perfect i'm gonna throw the toys out of the pram it's just like everything has to be absolutely spot on for me to be any gaining any enjoyment from being a football fan it's just ridiculous i mean the yeah. world isn't like that life isn't like that you know yeah but for, for people don't go to football matches to experience real life they go to football matches to experience well, escapism height, yeah, yeah. and heightened emotion yeah, and that's sure. and that's what happens, you sure. know. It's kind of just explained my whole argument and rubbished it there, but never mind. <laughs> so anyway, I presumably, presumably, you want to wish um, uh, Roy Hodgson a uh, a get well soon message. Uh, yeah, I do, because you know, I've my only gripe with him is he, he was a shit Liverpool manager. I've got nothing against him as a human being. I do hope he he gets better. You know, whatever's wrong with him. Regular listeners at this point will be enjoying uh, Dave changing his tune. No, I'm not changing my tune. You make it sound like I've wished him gone. You no, know? but you've... I'm not, but you, but you, I'm not one of these fucking, fucking... I'm not one of these fucking social media fucking trolling idiots issuing death threats and stuff. They're fucking morons. Just get out of your bedroom and get out of your... Get out of just wearing your fucking pants and go and fucking live in the real world for a minute, you fucking dopey cunts. This was supposed to be a, a get well message for Roy Hodgson. It is, and that's what I'm saying. You know, I'm I'm actually I've still got a gri- I've still got a grip on reality, Howard. And then it's like how you know whoever it is. I don't even Donald Trump. I don't wish illness on someone. You know, that's just. Really? <laughs> well, maybe I, not. I, Trump. I, 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 yeah, yeah. Let's let's not fucking go there. Let's, let's not, not fucking go, go, there. go there. Although what always does my head in is when it, I was I was accused of talking politics on my uh, on my other podcast, talking bollocks, and um, somebody said oh, I don't like it when you talk politics, and I was like, what do you mean? And they said Trump, and I was like, but the, the, that's not politics. Like Trump is not politics. No, he's not politics. It's just no. a fucking as a cartoon character who's yeah, yeah. quite clearly the villain and yeah. a fucking idiot. You know. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Right. So back to football. Sorry, regular listeners. That's as close as you're going to get to. That's Steve in Rotherham. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, listener. Steve. Sorry about that, Steve. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're absolutely smashing it in the championship. Um, it is. It's but it's. I'm really pleased for you, and I, I'll tell you what. I'm pleased for Daniel Nothing to be Parker pleased as yet. well. Nothing to be pleased about yet. No, but I'm pleased. Up to uh, look, who's the glass, glass half empty now? Person, I, I, I'm no, yeah. I'm not being. Uh, it's not half empty. What I'm saying yeah. is that um, I haven't finished. Put the glass has not been finished. Yet. <laughs> we don't know if it's half empty, if it's or if it's three quarters full, or if it's oh. full, or if it's overflowing. Oh, if it's full of piss. <laughs> there you go. You see how you're talking. 
you're talking piss. No, I'm really pleased for Daniel Farker anyway. So I hope it continues. I think he's a he's a gentleman. He's a good. He's obviously he's clearly a good coach. Oh, he's lovely. He's he, he's this. He, this is how lovely he is. When we went away to Norwich and we were two 0 down at half time, and he made some changes and we won. We came back and won three two, which must have absolutely fucking really stuck in the throat of every Norwich fan. And at the end of the game. Um, Farker came out and he always goes to the away fans and he and yeah. he gets and he he gives it yeah. the old you know come on come on get, yeah. you know get 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 the noise going and he does the he does Brilliant. the plot thing you know the the, yeah. the punches I'd love to know who started that anyway um he walked towards the away end he walked towards the away end and he just and instead of doing his normal like gesture of come on get up yeah, for yeah. it he gave a calming gesture and just applauded the fans and our away end completely respectfully just went, we know what's going on here. Applauded. Yeah. And as Farker turned round, he went to eat, he walked round Carrow Road and each stand gave him a standing ovation because yeah. that was the first time he'd been back since he was sacked. Yeah. And um, I, I just thought it was, it was, do you know what? It was class. nice. It, it was class, but it like, What's rapidly emerging is the fact that we've got a bit of another Bielsa on our hands here. Mm. You know, somebody who is a person who is a decent human being who understands football, football's place in society and place in life. Yeah. And is a is just a thoroughly decent bloke. And, great appointment. Great and also appointment. really good at his job. Yeah. Great appointment for you. Well, you know. I I I've got a good feeling for you. I think it's going to continue. Yeah, yeah. No, well, thank you very much. Uh, anyway, it's look, easy for me to say that about somebody else's club. Well, it is because <laughs> we're in a different division. That's the only time you would. So um, let's move on to um, yeah. to, to, to bigger issues. Um, yeah. So um, uh, we've got Champions League games. God, from the Championship to the Champions League. Of course, that doesn't involve Liverpool this season. Um, any thoughts on the uh, on this week's uh, fixtures, mate? Um, Man City just looking unstoppable. I can see them yeah. doing the treble again. Quite frankly, I can see it. Mm. It's there. It's taking shape. They just they're a juggernaut. I know. I know. Rothers, if he was here, he'd disagree with me. But I just, I'm like, yeah. It, they're just yeah. lurking in the Premier League. They're there on your shoulder. It's like you, you know they're gonna pounce and uh, you know just just take. Take the lead. Gone are the days of uh, doing a city, um, meaning like, you know, fucking it up. You know, no, doing a city now means yeah. just winning everything. Yeah. You know, that's it. I mean, 3 um, 1 away at Copenhagen. It's just. Yeah. Well, the, the Champions League fixture, strangely, that I want to mention is um, is Lazio versus um, Bayern Munich because the wheels are coming off at Munich. It's looking Munich. like Thomas yeah, Tuchel yeah. is, is going to yeah. get sacked at the end of the season, which yeah. means Bayern are in for a new manager, uh, which means you Xabi lot. Xabi Alonso. Yeah, and you, you lot are going to be up against Bayern for a new yeah. manager. Yeah. But also, um, Lazio won 1-0 yeah. at, at the Stadio Olimpico. Now, here is today's fascinating fact. That is Lazio's first um, win in the knockout stages of the Champions League yeah. since the year 2000. Wow. 24 really? years. That's amazing. I, I was like, eh? 
can't be. That can't be right. Quarter of a century. Jeez. <laughs> turn of the century is the last time. <laughs> the turn of the century is the last time that they did that. Yeah. It's like, I couldn't believe it. I was like, well, hang on. No. And it's like, well, no, they have been in the Champions League since yeah. then. Yeah. But it's it's that long since they won a game in the knockout stages. Wow. Okay. Um, yeah, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, dead my fucking head in, lad. Yeah. But um uh, back to back to the Premier League. Yeah. Um so how's um how's life as a Liverpool fan? What are your feelings? Well, um I've I've come to terms with it. We're losing Klopp. Um it's just mm-hmm. who's gonna replace him. Um whatever happens, it's a new chapter as they would say and yeah um, but hang on that's 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 next season yeah i know you know now yeah how are you feeling but, but no it's still part of the dialogue and conversation that's going on oh who are we going to get who's who's going to replace him instead of looking at where we are now so um in terms of uh where we are in the league i i still think city are going to win the league premier league um they just look they just look unstoppable they've just got everything's clicking now and we've got a load of injuries. So we've got what should be a straightforward win, but we've got Brentford away uh, at the weekend. And um, Bit of a bogey team for you, Lars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. And in fact, in fact, um, I was hearing, and, and, and apologies if this is wrong, but um, I think in the, you've, you've, be, you've been to their ground twice. Mm-hmm. And uh, this new ground, the new twice, ground, yeah. Uh, you've lost both games and conceded three goals both. Exactly, times. exactly. So Ivan, to- Ivan Tony's on a bit of a run, but by the same token, token, Dave. Um, yes, your injuries, but your injuries, if anything, and you know, casual observer here, um, your injuries, if anything, have given you the opportunity to bring in some young players who might Incredible. not have had the chance. Yeah. And to be honest, the the squad strength argument. Is looking yeah. to is starting to look a bit weak because mm. yes, you've lost Trent Alexander Arnold, but it turns out you had another fucking one lined up. Connor Bradley, yeah, he's uh, well, he's out of out of action at the moment. He's, he lost his dad. His dad was fifty eight. Um, um, hope he gets so, found soon. Um, <sighs> I I know, I know, I know, I know. So, so, sorry, he's, sorry. That, he's is, that is that is genuinely terrible. As a member, devastated. Of the, oh, well, we're both yeah. members of the Dead Dad Club, and we know what we know how it feels. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, exactly. So, I don't know when he's going to come back. The good news is Salah will be back. He'll be at least be on the bench this weekend. Um, Zobo, Zobo, as a Buzz Light, um, he's still a few weeks away. The, I mean, Trent's out for probably. Well, he's going to miss the the Carabao Cup final. So, you know. Um, We've got we've got some injuries, but as you pointed out, we've we've got more than adequate replacements for them. Yeah, um, and you've you've got an opportunity to win your first yeah. trophy of the season. We were all over the place though last week. Uh, you know, with with um Alice when you won three one. Yeah, well, it's a game of two halves because we were shit in the Fucking first hell. half. Jimmy Green on the shit. broadcast. <laughs> Yeah, oh, did I, I should be fined for that football yeah. t-shirt. Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh, yeah. Is that a, I'll get a reducer fine for that. Yeah, sorry. You and get, you and Dave, get you and Rothney can take me out neck high. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say knee high, but okay, neck high is fine. Oh no, knee high plays for somebody else. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, I'll retract that cliche. Um, we didn't do very well. In the first forty-five minutes, yeah, and so then in the second half, we improved. 
And we so won. what? I know. I know it's one. 90 minutes. I know you're obsessed over and goals, goals win games, as they say. So anyway, um, yeah, I just think it's going to be like that now. I just think it's going to be yeah. up and down, up and down. And it's driven by the emotions of the fans as well. They're all sort of still as a, as a, when we started talking about Liverpool, I mentioned about our new manager and that's going to be there. It's just like this shadow that's hanging over everything. So anyway, um, we'll, we'll see. I think we'll win something. I think we'll win something. Do you think it's exciting that it's a three-way um, at the moment? A, oh, yeah. A three-way yeah. race for yeah. the title. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, the irony is Arsenal were celebrating prematurely. They'll probably, I don't know who they've got next, but they're bound to slip up again. You know, they're bit... I don't think they, was, they, were, they weren't um, celebrating prematurely. They were celebrating at the end of the game they'd won. Yeah. That's it. And, it and, over, and It, it and, was over the top. Well, yeah. I, do you know They were what? rubbing our noses in it. No, I, dis I, I, I disagree. I disagree. I think I, I, there has been a bit of a debate about this and like, you know, oh, were they over-celebrating and all the rest of it. Um, and Ode Odegaard grabbing a camera off one of the um, uh, Arsenal employees, the official photographer, and started taking photos with it, which I thought was really funny and, and cool. And he's clearly got... Um, uh, a sense of humour. Yeah, well, a sense of humour, but also, turns out, is one of his hobbies, surprise, surprise, photography. So, yeah, I get it. Ah, and everybody enough. made a huge fucking deal of it. And all... Everybody making a deal of it is playing into Arsenal's hands. Everyone in that dressing room is going to go, fuck off, we're just celebrating winning a big game. Go fuck yourselves. We know we haven't won anything. We know we haven't won a trophy. We know we haven't won the league. Fucking hell, go fuck yourselves. And as Arteta said, if you can't enjoy moments, hmm. then what's the point? Now, oh, yeah. ironically, I agree. I agree. ironically, uh, Guardiola is on record as saying that he is going to celebrate all of his titles and all of his achievements when he's retired. You know, he's, he's going to sit back and go like, wow, look what I did. Mm -hmm. But he's, but he doesn't want to lose focus and he doesn't want in any, and I kind of get that, but I also kind of think, oh, fucking hell, you're an old man. You're going to sit there. And what you're going to remember is that you forgot to celebrate. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's had a little bit of a celebration. Yeah, yeah, but you know that like the day after the Champions League final, he's planning next season. Yeah, yeah. You know, in fact, he's planning next season as a as a as a as a Premier League manager. You have to be planning next season halfway through this season. It's like Christmas, basically, in retail. You know, in August, retail is preparing for Christmas, but in fact, in fact, in January, they're preparing for Christmas. And it's it, you've got to be, yeah, yeah. you've got to be yeah. a season Forward ahead. Planning. Yeah, yeah. So, how about this as a thought? A treble of trebles. What city? Mm. Are you 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 fucking floated that a bit early, haven't you? They haven't even won a second one. No, exactly. And you lot are standing in the mark, way of them. mark my words. A oh, treble dear. of trebles. I'll mark your words. Here are your words. You cannot predict, Howard. You cannot predict. Although well, I am predicting three trebles in a row. I'll tell you what it's based on. <laughs> um, I think City will be dominant next season because Liverpool will be in transition. Everyone else will be in transition. You know, Arsenal won't uh, be. Arsenal won't be. They might be. Yeah, they're, but still in, they're still a work in progress. Well, no, I disagree. I disagree. I think they, they, they proved last season that they were, yeah, until right to the end, that they were a worthy advers adversary. They were more worthy than you guys last yeah. season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're doing it again this season. Okay. Having also All spent, right. in, the in, in, in the close window, spent £100 million on Declan Rice. They joined the £100 million you know, club. They're going to spend more in the summer. Arteta's going nowhere. 
I, I fully expect Arsenal to be challenging next season. So I don't see any upheaval there. Yes, at Liverpool, possibly at Man United. But, uh, but I'd say what, uh, you can see what's happening since Ratcliffe arrived. Man United have stopped going in for players. All the rumours, all the rumours are backroom stuff. They're looking to take the head of recruitment from um, from Brighton. They're looking to get Jason Wilcox out of, I think it's, um, I'm not sure what club he's at at the moment, um, as a director of football. They're looking to get the guy from Newcastle. They're, they're moving behind the scenes. Yeah. That's Ratcliffe going, look, fucking players, ain't it? Your structure here, your behind the scenes structure is wrong. This is all wrong. And the reason that the, uh, the Glazers have brought him in is because I think he's just turned around to him and said, right, presumably by now you've realised that money is not going to fix the problem because it's been 10 years. So you don't get football. I do. Not that he's, you know, been in a football club before, but he's been in a large business before. And he's just gone, look, if you ain't got the people at the top right, if you haven't got the people behind the scenes right, then that just fucking shit rolls downhill. Yeah, And if it's not right at the top, it won't be right all the way down. And you've yeah. kept changing the manager and you've kept spending millions. And what's happened? Nothing. You know, nothing. An FA Cup, a European trophy. That's it. And second, Nothing. nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but in, in a 10 year stretch, one of the biggest clubs in the world, that's not good enough. Well, when you've got entitlement, you should be winning titles. Yeah, it's relatively nothing. Yeah. Well, I, do you know what? Ultimate, yes, there is entitlement, but there is also being one of the biggest clubs in the world. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and look, yeah. this I is me. That. This is me, kind of, sort of going. It's Man United, fucking hell. But you know, there are rumours that they might be in for Deserby in the in the summer, which I would be surprised about. Yeah. Um. But um. Ah, oh, that's it. Dan Ashworth uh, from Newcastle. Thereafter. Um. And ah, oh, right, it was yeah. Southampton director of football, Jason Wilcox. So they're, they're, they're looking to just go and just get a good backroom team together. Yeah. And, um, I, yeah, I, that's without doubt, that's Ratcliffe's influence. Um, and, um, yeah, so I don't know. I so don't you're know. saying they'll, they'll be back? Uh, Challenging. Yeah. yeah. I'd be interested to see if Ten Hag will get another season. Hmm. Yeah, I really but, would, because yeah. if, if I was Ratcliffe, I'd be coming in there going, well, he's not my man, but by the same token, the the, the, the structure is so fucked. Yeah, you've got to give him the benefit. Yeah, yeah. You, you've got to give him the benefit of the doubt. And also, yeah. last season, trophy and yeah. Champions League football in his first season. Yeah. Now, I think what is going to happen is, and unbelievably for a club of Man United size, the manager has had a huge influence on transfer activity, yeah. which is not the case at all the other major clubs. They say, look, this is the kind of player I'm after. And then the clubs say, right, here's who we found. Mm -hmm. We think that, you know, the data says one yeah. of these three, do you have a preference or should we just get one of these three? Because that, and, and even when we had, B, when we had Bielsa at Leeds, when we were in the championship, that's how that's how we operated behind the scenes. Yeah, you know, Bielsa would say, "Right, I need somebody in this position," and you go out and you find a player, and you go, "Right, okay, these are the you know these are the people that the club is prepared to invest in." Not the manager saying, "I want that guy, go and get him," and mm -hmm. spend a, a, a crazy amount of money on somebody who's not worth it. Hello, Anthony. Fucking hell, what a disaster. Mm.
I can't believe that I've just been sort of giving credit to Ten Hag, and I probably almost sound like a fucking pro Man United person. Well, he's a good, he's a good coach. He's a good coach. You know, he's got a track record. So, um, yeah, but I think you're right. Um, if they can reorganise the structure of the club and uh, get all the behind the scenes stuff organised, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I think. I mean, they've got. There's no doubting they've got good players there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, 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 yeah. I mean, fuck anyway, it. can we, can we stop yeah. talking about United? I was going to say that. I feel sick. Yeah, me too. <laughs> uh, and if you are a Man, Man United fan um, listening, sorry about that. Uh, sorry, no. you're a, a Man United fan. Not, we we're not actually giving you some credit. Wow. No, no, fuck them. Fuck them. Um, so, uh, uh, yeah, anyway, um, blue cards. We didn't really cover them last last week and um do we have to well it's just been there's just been some interesting things said in the media uh, <laughs> pochettino ventured the which i thought was great was his only comment on it was what about goalkeepers yeah if a goalkeeper is guilty of dissent yeah then are you gonna that's put him in the bin? that's a good shout yeah who's, who's going in goal for 10 minutes or whatever yeah also um or no goalkeeper just, well, it is just going to in, 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 it is just going to cause um, time wasting. Yeah, and that is you know it's just going to slow the game down. Definitely. Also, also, what does my head in is they've said like you know dissent and tactical fouls. Hmm. Well, isn't that a yellow? Yeah. Is that that's it is it is yeah so. So I, I, I don't, but I, I guess what they're saying is like the, the example somebody gave from FIFA, I can't remember what it was. And they were obviously sort of, you know, trying to make it palatable for English football fans. And they were saying when England were breaking on Italy in the European Championship final mm. and um, uh, oh, one of the Fellini or whatever he was at the back, you know, um, uh, pulled, pulled back Saka. Yeah. Yanked him back. And I went, that's what we're talking about. That should have been a blue card. Take him off for 10 minutes. And it's like, right, okay. I see where you're going with this, but let's play that out. The 10 men of Italy just fucking go and sit in their fucking box for 10 minutes mm. and wait until he, uh, Collini, that's it. And, and wait until Collini's clear to come back on. Yeah. That, that's yeah. it. That's it. You know, and... I I I don't see how that helps. Um, I'm all I'm all for like improvements any way you can, but I, but again I heard somebody else saying, look, there's there's way more way more pressing issues. For instance, it's about time we had a stop clock. Let's get a stop clock in the stadium that 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 times the game that the fans can see that is stopped when there is no play. Let's take the rugby model. It's fucking simple. Yeah, that way. It's nice. And also, you take away the argument about, oh, 90 fucking nine minutes. Blah, blah. No, the game no. finishes on 90 minutes. That's it. Yeah. And yeah. also, then, 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 I mean, like, you want to bring blue cards in. Can we just have a look at VAR for a start? Because somebody fundamentally needs to get hold of the process and say, as we discussed, we discussed before, I, I personally think it needs to take the cricket model, not the rugby model. It needs to take the challenges. You have to be able, you know, you give both benches three challenges for the whole game. Yeah. And they get to challenge a decision. And 
they challenge that decision and the referee goes over and looks at a screen. And that way, you know, rather than having people in a truck. Yes. You know, let's, and I, it gives you more energy. But also, more importantly, you need to be able to see what's going on. Yeah. Or hear what's going on because it's creating a fucking Vacuum. shit, yeah. shit pro, a product for, for live fans yeah. and for players. I was listening to a player talking about it saying, we're in the same boat as the fans. We're stood around wondering what's going on. Mm. And also stood around going cold. Yeah. And that's another example for your 10 minutes in the sin bin. What are you doing? Are you allowed to sit on an exercise bike and stay warm? Are you allowed to stretch? Mm. Are you allowed to sit on the bench? Do you have to go into the dressing room? It's, I mean, obviously all these quiz, all these questions will have answers, but it's just. Yeah. It just, uh, it's not thought through, is it? It's just, they, it's, it's people running the game. Who I'm, I'm not sure if they've ever played it and understand it. Well, Wenger is one of the people on this fucking thing. A consultant, is he? Well, no, he's not a consultant. No, he's not a consultant. He works for IFAB. He has for years. He was one right. of the main people behind VAR. Right. He'll defend VAR until the cows come home. Yeah. And again, I'm not necessarily against it. You can't put the genie back in the bottle, but we no. do have to. It needs look. refining and, uh, yeah, reforming. Just look, just look at how we use it. Anyway, that's all we got time for uh, this week, folks, as always. Thank you very much, Dave. You're very welcome. And thanks to Steve for listening. Yeah, cheers, Steve. Chat to you next week, Steve. And the rest of you.